Uh, he kind of started working there, and then there was probably a couple months went by. I said, Dave, how's it been? He said, he's doing great. He's stronger than he looks. I think that's what he said. And, and, and now, like, one day, he may own Marcus. I don't know, Dave. He's done really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dakota is, if you know him, he's a hard worker, and he will carry that with him the rest of his life. Proud of him. Proud of him. But he's committed. For some reason, Dakota, when I think of you, I think of Notre Dame, which I do not like, but that's, that's him. He's got a little Yankee in um, He's a note taker. He's a great kid. He did an internship, which two of our young people did this summer. And I know that's hard, and I hope he'll say, I know he's going to talk about it some, but um, it's challenging as you go away. He, he's a junior Bible major, uh, Spanish minor, still working through some of that. Um, but as you go away and you leave home, that's difficult. And he did an amazing job. Before he left this summer, they asked him to stay longer because he did such a great job with the kids. They wanted him to come back. I don't know if he's made a decision about that, but uh, that's what you want. And I'm excited to hear from the coach tonight. His lesson is welcome home. Get a chance tonight to encourage him. He is a good kid. We're, we're really excited to be excited to see what God has in store. And I'm excited to hear from you tonight. Y'all hear me? Okay with this? Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you something about Dustin. He's a liar. And I know it's true. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, it's, it's wonderful to be here tonight. I thank y'all for asking me to come speak. I thank y'all for who, who knew I was going to be speaking and who still showed up. I uh, appreciate that a lot. And uh, it's just, it's been, uh, it's been a wonderful summer. I really enjoyed it. But I'm glad to be home. I'm really glad to be home. You know, last Sunday when I came in, uh, the first person I saw was Dustin Perkins. I went in the youth room and I shook his hand and I said, Hey, Dustin, how are you doing? And he said, Welcome home. The next person I saw after, after class, I went and talked to David. And he, he said, Welcome back. Welcome home. And it's just wonderful. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a wonderful summer. One of the greatest summers of my life. I learned so much about ministry. I learned that the church that I would love to work at, Holly Hill was a wonderful church. But it's good to be home. There's nothing like driving over the river, the Tennessee River, from Crump, and coming into the beautiful metropolis that is Savannah, Tennessee. There's nothing like walking in those front doors and being welcomed home to my Christian by your friend who doesn't believe in baptism. So I'm really glad to see you. Now, for those of you who don't know, I did an internship at Holly Hill Church of Christ. Some of my responsibilities there were that I, I kept office hours, and I hated that. Office hours were something I did not do at all. And uh, I, I learned that they were beneficial because you have an opportunity to plan a class. But I was planning one class a week, just Sunday mornings, and so I was like, I don't really need 40 hours a week. I didn't really enjoy that, but it was one of my responsibilities, so I did it. And another, one, another thing I did was I taught, uh, I preached a sermon. And if y'all want to hear that sermon, uh, you can shoot me an email, and I'll send you the audio file of that sermon. It's Dakota.Jenkins at students with an S dot FHU dot EU. And uh, if you want to hear that, you're going to want to go ahead and set out a 45 minute block for, uh, you know, I'm long winded. Uh, just kidding. It's like 13 minutes solid and it's pretty, pretty phenomenal. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. But I think it's pretty good. I think it went really well. I had a wonderful summer though. And tonight I want to share some pictures and some, some things. Some of these photos were on Facebook and you may have already seen them. But some of them have, are now on Facebook, and I can tell you the stories behind them. So, here we go. Uh, this photo really just sums up the whole internship right here. 
this kid right here, his name is Dakota, which is cool because my name is Dakota as well. And uh, Dakota was a great kid. He's 15 years old. And the story I heard was when he was 13, he walked across the road and said he wanted to learn more about God. And so he started coming to church in Holly Hill. And he got baptized about a month before I got there. And he was a, a great kid, one of the, the leaders in the youth group. And right here, you see my taco hat. Um, we had uh, BBS. Our theme was Good News Frankfurt. And we were doing a, a newscast thing where we were showing Brandon good news. And I was the newscaster Juan Taco. I don't know how that happened. It just happened. And Dakota right here, we were going to interview him for a squirrel who hijacked his car. It was a little funny story that we were telling to go along with the, the main story. And uh, we were about to interview him, and I was telling jokes and stuff. And it's funny because he was like, I've got to get serious so I can do this. You know, stop messing with me because he was trying to act really professional. And right as I was laughing, they snapped that photo, and I thought that was wonderful. I had to include that. This is another photo from uh, when we were doing our good news. Uh, our slogan was Truth News 33, or that was our name. And our slogan was bringing the truth since AD 33. And so that was really cool. Uh, this, this girl holding it, her name is Kinley, and she is a Filipino girl that was in the youth group. And the, the whole Filipino family, their, their last name is Magalit Mont. And they were a, a very phenomenal family, very helpful and beneficial to me. They became great assets later on, and we'll get to that. Uh, this kid is Gavin Trent. And we weren't actually doing a real interview here. We were just posing for the photo. And then this photo, there we go. Can we click it? OK. Um, I can't really justify this photo, but we have these things called Tuesday Night Teams, TNT, that we did. And this is from one of our TNTs that we did. Uh, I, they let me be in charge of one, so I did a dig and dine like we do here. And it was a lot of fun. We had a good show out, considering that most of the kids in the youth group uh, play a lot of sports throughout the summer. And so this was a really good show out. This is Gianna Maglickmont, who is the sister of Kinley right here. And they are both the Filipino family. This guy right here, Alex. He became a, uh, a great asset to me as well. He's 25, and he's a really cool dude. He, uh, he works for film crews that work on Netflix. So he's a really cool guy, and he helped me a lot. And this is Jonathan. He is the associate minister there, and he was a great help to me as well. Uh, this photo I included because, one, it's the only photo I have of us doing the thing that we did the most, which was play ultimate frisbee. We played ultimate frisbee probably every Sunday night after, after worship. And I included it, for one, it was the only one. And for two, right here you see a collision. And uh, that really described my internship really well, too. It's because I wasn't prepared for everything that was coming at me. But it was, you know, right after this photo, he fell, and then he didn't. And so I like to think that I'm him. And, and yeah. But anyway, and this is Greg Schrack right here. He, uh, his family became very, very beneficial, very helpful. I don't want to say useful, but they were very helpful to me. They, uh, every Sunday, would let me come and do my laundry and then uh, feed me lunch. And so it was, and they also hooked me up with a gas card, and they were a very nice family. Very, they made me feel at home. And so I really enjoyed uh, getting to know them. They have five kids, uh, one girl and four boys, and, and a bunch of them are free, and I think they're all going to be going free. This is another photo of what we did a lot. When Dylan came, that, those of you who don't know this, Dylan did come up there for about a month. He didn't just stop coming to church. He was still going to church, and uh, this was when I was keeping my office hours, 
we took a little break and went outside. And Dylan liked to play basketball, so we'd get a crew together and we'd play some nights till 1 or 2 a.m. and then we'd go to Waffle House. So I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, right here, this, this is Anthony and there's Alex again. And I can't make up the other ones. That's Dylan right there and Harrison. Harrison was a cool kid. About halfway through my internship, Harrison came over to the apartment and spent the night. And as I was driving back with, with him to the apartment, he said, uh, Spencer, one of the other kids, let me borrow some of his video games. And I said, why did he give you those games? And I said, no, he just let me borrow them until I'm done with the internship. And he said, what's an internship? And he was completely unaware that I was an intern. And I was just like, what do you think I've been doing here? That was funny, I thought. But he didn't even know I was there for anything. This right here is Joey Maglifmont. He is the, the father of those two girls I showed you. And he became a great friend of mine. He'll be a lifelong friend of mine. But uh, we probably biked over 300 miles that summer. And we, this was, I think we did a 15 mile bike right here. And Dylan was a trooper. And, uh, but we had a lot of fun. You can see my tan line right there coming in. And it was, uh, we, we biked probably every trail in Frankfurt. Really enjoyed doing that with Joe. That was one of my favorite things. Right here, this photo you won't see on any social media website because Jonathan, the uh, associate minister there, is still unaware that we did this. So we're going to keep it that way. Uh, we had a jousting or a javelin throwing competition with the Tiki torches. And so there's that. That's Savannah Stratton. She was one of the, uh, the Stratton girls. And she, she fixed me lunch a few times. She fixed Dylan and me lunch a few times. And this, I can't really explain this. That's, just Dylan being Dylan for the crowns. This was the 4th of July. We went and watched the fireworks over the Capitol building. There's Lillian and Joey and Kinley. And Gianna had a basketball game that night. Or a basketball practice or soccer practice that night. And we were watching the fireworks. We were all sitting in the back of my truck. And that was a lot of fun. Really, like I said, they, they made me feel really, really at home. And I had a good time. Um, this photo right here, I don't know if you can see it or not, but this was after I went over to the Magdalene house one night after Vikings, and they fixed me some dinner, some Filipino dinner, and it was really good. They, they made me pancit and lumpia, and they also bought Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets, just in case I didn't like any other stuff, but I'll tell you what, that lumpia, Dylan liked it too. It was, it was better than Chick-fil-A, I think, and that's, that's hard for me to say. Right here you can see, uh, oh, went too far. You can see Gianna trying to teach me how to play the ukulele. Uh, that didn't go over too well. But Dylan's back there too. He also came. And there's Savannah. She came too. They lived right up the road from each other. And this was our favorite place this summer, Taco Bell. We spent way too much time at Taco Bell, way too much money at Taco Bell. But uh, every time on Wednesday nights, they would say, y'all want to go out to eat? And I would say, yes, let's go to Taco Bell. Uh, and so we went to Taco Bell quite often. Um, there's, this is just some of the group right here that was, was with us that day, and it's the Magnet Moss, and then one of their friends, Dylan Savannah. Now this photo is, it blows. Okay, great. Okay, this right here is a pig head, and I went to a Filipino party with the Magnet Moss, and it was, uh, it was quite interesting. They, they unveiled the, the main course, and it was a pig head. And I was like, there's no way I'm eating that. But this is the Ponce right here. It was also really good. But uh, of course, they said, hey, it tastes like bacon. And so I said, OK. And so right after I took this photo, they chopped off a big piece of his nose, and they said, here you go. And it did not taste like bacon at all. It was not good. 
I, they, I told them, I said, look, Americans, we just, we're big on texture, and, and that texture is just not good. And so then it hit on me the rest of the time. And, uh, but it was interesting, it was an experience. Um, this photo right here is, this is Alex Schulemeyer, and he is, uh, this was like the day I was leaving, and we're all holding weird stuff. He's not actually blind, he's just being weird. But I'm holding a spoon, I don't know if you can see that, and Alex is holding me and a Nintendo Switch. And then Spencer Stratton here, he's going to be at Free Hardman next year, and he's got the walker. I don't know who this guy is. Um, he just jumped in. So this is Evan Flora. He is at uh, Free right now. Tristan's at Free. And Andrew will be there next year, and Jacob is already at Free, too. So we had a, a big crew from Free, and I was trying to get Alex to go to Free, but he wants to do a film. I told him he should be a youth minister. But... Uh, this photo right here, we went to uh, a, a week-long Bible camp. I went to the senior high week, and Dylan went to the middle school week. I enjoyed it a lot more than Dylan did, I think, because I was not a camper, and I could do what I wanted. And so that was really cool. But this is a group that was either at free or going to free. And so we had, I thought it was a pretty good crew for being a, a Kentucky's, you know, small little church camp. And we had a pretty good crew that was going free. And this is, uh, once again, our favorite place. And as you can see, I'm wearing a UK hat and my Tennessee hat's on the table. Um, well, they, they, they got tired of me wearing that Tennessee hat every day. And so they got me a UK hat. And so it's a really nice hat, though. I was wearing it just because they got it for me. Uh, this, this right here we did, we did once a week. We had the TNT, which was Tuesday Night Teens, and then Triple H, which was Holly Hill Half Pints. And that's the little kids. I wanted Holly Hill hoodlums, but they wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> so we couldn't do that. But uh, we, had, we had a day where we drew in the chalk, and we had a day where we uh, went to the zoo. The zoo with them. We had all these, all these fun activities with the kids. And I really I enjoyed that maybe more than hanging out the YouTube because the kids, it doesn't matter what you do, they like you. So that was really cool. Another thing I did, too, that I don't have a photo of is on Saturdays, I would go to um, a assisted living, and I would, like, a little lesson for the uh, it was just ladies in there and I really enjoyed that because it didn't matter how bad I did Sunday morning it didn't matter how bad I did with class or anything else the only thing like I could sit there and read from the Bible and they would encourage me and they would appreciate it much like y'all do tonight even though I did a bad job or still still tell me I did a good job and I appreciate that and it's encouraging to me and so that's something I couldn't I didn't have a picture of uh, this photo I don't I don't know how to explain this photo um, this is Corbin and that's the one that says do not feed. We went to the ark when y'all came through from Ohio. And uh, I just thought I'd throw this in there. And y'all are probably thinking at this point, you're probably like, well, Dakota, that looks like, uh, that, that's pretty cool. But did you do anything that was actually worth anything this summer? Did you just have fun? And the answer is no. All I did was have fun. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. We did do a uh, walk for water. And uh, Free Hardman is actually doing a walk for water as well. On the 30th of September, if y'all want to get involved in that, you can probably go to the website. And what we did was, uh, on average, people walk four miles to get clean water in Haiti. And uh, so what we did was we tried to raise $7,500 to build a well. And we met our goal. And uh, that was really cool. And we had to walk four miles. And Dylan, it was really good because my internship was supposed to be 10 weeks. And Dustin already told you about this a little. But on the ninth week, they asked me to stay an extra week so that I could do this. And and then uh, Dylan, you know, he was with me too. And so he stayed too. And he actually carried the jugs. The thing was you could walk two miles and then grab a jug and carry it two more miles back. So that, like, 
to symbolize what they do. And so Dylan actually carried the jug the whole way, and I had to set mine down a few times. So I feel a little weak, but I did thoroughly enjoy that. And uh, something else that happened after, after this happened, the elders asked me to stay the rest of the summer. And I don't tell you that to brag on myself and say I did a good job or anything. I tell you that to tell you the great power that God has involving in things because it was when they asked me to do this, to stay a little longer, that I said, well, okay, I'll stay a little longer, but, you know, I'm only planning one lesson a week. I don't need to be in the office for 40 hours. And so they said, as long as you get your lessons planned, we don't care what you do. And then they admitted to me that they didn't even know I was keeping office hours. And so I was like, this whole summer I've been keeping 40 hours a week and I didn't even have to. And so uh, what, what I decided to do with my next, it was uh, three or four weeks, I'm not sure. What I decided to do was uh, a mobile home ministry. And I went down to this mobile home. We, we went too far. Here we go. All right. And uh, what we did, I bring lunch every day. And this, this is Donathan right here and Mason and Philip. And there was probably four kids when, on the first day I went. And by the time I left, there was like 25. And we didn't invite any of them. They just invited each other. And Alex, this is when I said Alex became a great asset to me because, as you can see right here, there's Alex helping me put a, uh, a net on the basketball hoop. And, and there's Kimley or Gianna, one right there. And Lillian came every day, too. And they would help bring food. And they'd help watch the kids and hang out with the kids. And it was it was wonderful. I, I, I say this because it just shows how awesome God is. And the fact that I would have never thought about doing this at all in my life if it wasn't for this internship. And since I did this, I know that when I am a minister in the future, this is something I want to do. This is something I want to do. And it was it was wonderful. Uh, they didn't have a net, so we got a net right there. That's what we were doing. And then right here is when we put the, the net on the hoop, and it looks, I think, pretty phenomenal. Uh, but uh, there's Deshaun right there. He's a cool kid. All these kids, they were all great kids. They just needed a little guidance. And, and it was it was wonderful, though. And uh, I think that's the last photo. Let's see. Yes. That was my summer. Except for when I got back, I went to Colorado. And that was a lot of fun, too. But that, that was the ministry. And now we have to actually have a lesson. So if you don't mind, turn in your Bibles to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Verse 22 and 23. John 1, 22 and 23. And so they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. This is John the Baptist being questioned. And they said, Who are you? Who are you? And they said, Are you... Before this, they asked him if he was alive, if he was a prophet. And then he said, no, 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 I am this. And this summer, I was asked quite often, because I was wearing a Tennessee hat, what are you, are you a Tennessee fan? Are you, you know, and so I tell them, obviously, I was a Tennessee fan. I was a Notre Dame fan. I know y'all don't like that either, but they, they grew get used to it. But this summer, in order to maintain my job, as you saw in one of those photos, I became a UK fan. And so that's what I, I had to do to become that. But what happens when people come up and they say, who are you? They're not asking about football. They're not asking about basketball. They say, who are you? Do you tell them, like John told them, that you're a nobody? You're to tell everybody about the somebody. 
could be saved to anybody. But what do you tell them? Turn just a few pages over to John 14, verse 3. John chapter 14, verse 3. And while you're turning there, I want you to, to think about this. Earlier I made a note that when I came back, I was welcomed home by Dustin, by David, and, and, and pretty much everybody. I was welcomed home. But what would have happened if I came in here tonight and I was a guest speaker from somewhere, somewhere else? Y'all would welcome me. If I was a guest, you'd say, hey, welcome. But you would welcome me home. I want you to think about that as we read this passage. John 14, 3, it says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will take you myself to where I am, you may be also. Christ has went to prepare a place for us, and he's going to come back and get us. But he's not going to welcome us home if we're not of Christ. In the same way that y'all would welcome me home, the law wasn't from Savannah. My prayer since I have left Hallelujah, Church of Christ. Is that every single one of those kids in these group will hear those beautiful words that I've heard from y'all. Welcome home. My prayer is that every one of those kids at that mobile home park will hear those words. Welcome home. My prayer is that each and every one of you will hear those words. Welcome home. But the thing is, sometimes, sometimes we mess up, right? Sometimes we fumble, sometimes we doubt. I want to share one story with you, and then the last one will be yours. The story is called Una Carta Adios. It's a story we read in my Spanish lit class. It means a letter to God. The story talks about a farmer who had a beautiful piece of land, and it was perfect. It just needed one thing, and that was rain. Now, we can relate to that sometimes. Here lately, we can't because we've had good rain. But sometimes we can relate to that. We need rain. And so the farmer does the one thing he knows what to do pray. He prays to God for the rain. And when the rain comes, he's rejoicing. He's so happy. He's saying, look at those drops of water. He said, that's a nickel. That's ten cents. You know, that's, this is so great. And then the rain becomes hail. And the hail ruins his crops. And it ruins his farm equipment. And it's ruined everything. So the next day, he goes out and he's got nothing. So what he does is he goes back and he writes a letter to God. And in the letter he says, God, I need a hundred dollars. I need, I need this money to make it through this year with my family. So he writes this letter and on the cover or on the envelope he writes adios. Not goodbye, but to God. And then he puts it in the mail. And when the mail the mailmen see it, they say, adios. And they're like, they're like, we don't, we can't send this. And then they say, what faith? What great faith this man must have. They open it up and they read it. And so they, they, they gather among themselves and they get $70. And they send the money back to him. And he opens it. And it's almost comical. Because he opens it and he sees the $70. And he writes another letter to God. And he says, God, I asked for $100. Not $70. And so he, his only conclusion is that the mailman must have stole 30 <laughs> so he says, this time, God, don't let the mailman touch it. <laughs> and it's, it's funny, but to him, there was no way God was not going to deliver what he asked for. Do we have that kind of faith? Are we that sure that one day God is going to come get us and say, well, it's a story. tonight, mm -hmm. if you haven't taken the necessary steps, <laughs> if you have 
failed in any way and you need to pray for the church, if you need to be washed in that water grave so that you can be welcomed home, don't hesitate. Let us welcome you home tonight as we stand.